because I could not find uh, very much, and we talked about this movie really fast because not a lot happens yeah. in it, and it is our Christmas episode, so it's a joyous occasion. It's a gift um, from I, our mouths. We're to going your to ears. attempt playing a game, sort of based on our uh, Thanksgiving pitch idea. Yes. Um, where we've got a bunch of ideas for. Uh, a killer of some sort or a villain a bunch of ideas for or, like types of casts like oh it's an extended family stuff mm-hmm. like that it's the druggy stoner character as well as a bevy of supporting characters yeah. and then kind of like a tabletop we are both going to create our own final girl mm-hmm. uh, with hopes of them making it through the movie both might make it one might make it it's really up to fate and what the the dice have to say. Who now, knows? If there are any uh, avid tabletop D and D players, neither of us has ever played before, but we have listened to podcasts. Yeah. At so we're kind of making this up as we go along, but we have like a general idea, and, and we'll we'll sort of explain it as it comes up. And I've been making stuff up as it goes along for my whole life, so <laughs> plenty of practice. <laughs> So, to start, we're going to pick out of, we have a legit black velvet bag, and we're going to be drawing our, uh, I made it with my mom, actually. Oh, cute. And we're going to be drawing the killer or villain. Oh, my gosh. And then, from that, we'll draw the type, and then we'll draw our supporting cast, and we'll talk about our final girls. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Who wants to do the honors of choosing the killer? I want you to do it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, our producer's very excited at all this wrestling all right. paper. We have a choice. So we've got the Nut Slasher. Wow. Like a take on the Nutcracker. I like it. I'm going to draw two, and then we can choose our favorite between them. I like that. And our second one is a mall Santa possessed by Krampus. Uh, definitely the mall Santa. The mall Santa? Yeah. Small Santa. Okay, and then I'll let you choose our type of cast of characters. Oh, okay. This is going to be interesting. And again, you can choose two. I hope we don't get sea captains. <laughs> All right, what do we got? First one. Employees. Oh, of that's Santa perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nice, okay. Or volunteers at a toy drive. Can we combine them? Where it's like both, they're doing a toy drive at the Mall Santa Village? Yeah. I feel like that's something that could conceivably happen. I am 100% down for that. Okay. That's kind of great how this like really worked out. <laughs> well, I'm glad I chose high luck for my character. Ha. 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 And now we will draw six uh, supporting cast characters from oh. our Black Velvet Bag. I'm so excited. So you can have the honors there. I've, I would do pull three and I'll pull three. I really hope that I get like magical character that only she can see. <laughs> so I, I, I took the liberty of making these characters earlier today. So that's uh, exciting stuff. Yeah. Oh, All right. Like so what do you got? I have Jevin, the cute one. Uh, he's got decent survivability, decent strength, and decent decision making. But he's sort of a moral black hole. He's neither naughty or nice. Okay. Then I have Champagne or Champagna, the rich one. 
she has three survivability, two strength, five decision making. She's a three on the naughty, but one on the nice. Nice. And I have it worked out again. I have Rolf, the boss. He's got poor survivability, strength, decision making. Uh, he's a little bit naughty because I, I figure he drinks, but he's very nice. So he's like a 10. I feel like Rolf could even be the Santa. Yeah, sure. I like that. I uh, also have Slater, S-L-E-I-G-H-T-E-R, the cool outsider. Five survivability, five strength, three decision making. Uh, and he's one part naughty, one part nice. So he's like neutral. Nice. And then PJ, the wild card, who's threes across the board, totally neutral in the middle for nice. pretty much everything. My last character's Holly, the mom. Three survivability, five strength, three decision making. Uh, she's not naughty, but she's got a two nice. So the way that uh, these points work is the supporting cast has... They're each given 15 points split between survivability, uh, strength, decision-making, and naughty or nice. And the naughty or nice really only is going to come into play if it's like a a split between two people. Mm -hmm. Whoever has the most nice points between them is going to be the one who lives. I like it. And then the rest is just like the, the buff on the rolls. Oh, they're buff all right. And we have both made our final girls. So would you like to go first? Yeah. Uh, I have created Samartha, race, human, uh, survivability 10, uh, strength 5, decision-making 10, and luck 5. So the final girls have luck as opposed to um, naughty, or nice. naughty or nice. And their survivability is automatically a 10 because these are the girls in fucking contention. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones don't necessarily have to die. These girls get the biggest buff to survivability. Definitely. And then they don't need the naughty or nice. So instead they have luck. So that's going to help with like escaping, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to also try and do this pretty fast. Like it's not going to be like a huge campaign or anything no, like that. No, definitely not. So my final girl is Noelle. Ooh. So she has 10 survivability. Uh, she's not that strong. She's got like five strength, sort of like medium, mm-hmm. but she's really smart. She's going to rely on her decision making and her luck. So she's got eight uh, decision making and seven luck. Nice. And I she's, like I don't know, I, I, I feel she's probably like the head elf, if you will. Yeah. At the. She's good the with children. Village. Um, but not like a mom. Perfect. Yeah. And the title of this will be uh, Mall Santa Massacre. I like it. Mall <laughs> Santa Massacre. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I have a very rough outline of a typical horror movie made, which I've uh, forced into <laughs> this plot, but I think it'll work. Uh, so. Opening kill. Here's my vision. So our our killer obviously is a mall Santa possessed by Krampus. Mm-hmm. Krampus uh, is known for his magical bag. And do you want to start this off? I yeah, guess yeah. I can do that. We open on World War Two Europe. Uh, it is a treasure cache being unearthed uh 
and then melted down so that they can escape the war with their riches. And one of the treasures that they melt down happens to be a cursed ornament cursed with the curse of Krampus. So long story short, we follow the the ingot uh, on its way around Europe and then to America, where part of it is melted down and used to make the frame for a decorative Santa bag. Hey, doesn't Krampus have a Santa bag? (laughs) That seems coincidental. And if it's only being used around the holiday season, you know that's when its power is probably greatest. After this prologue, Mm -hmm. cut to we're in a mall two years earlier. Mm -hmm. Lone lone girl walking down the darkened hallway of the mall. She's got an axe. She's pissed. We see her come up on a mall Santa hit him in the back of the head with an axe. And it completely splits his head open. Brains pour out. She drops the axe. Cut to credits. It's over. It's finally over. Winter Falls, Idaho. Two years later. Mm -hmm. They're setting up the Christmas small Santa village. And they're getting a new shipment of supplies from another mall that went out of business. Because the mall owner's a real cheapskate. And this mall's a little down on its luck. Mm-hmm. So they're they're setting up. They're they, hoping to they've turn got this second hand. Um, filling it with toys. We've got the whole cast of characters buzzing around. Uh, we see Rolf, the boss, the big man, mm-hmm. Santa himself. He's uh, sneaking a drink while on break. Good nature. In between getting his Santa suit on. Good-natured, but a little bit assertive with his young staff. Looks at himself in the mirror, sort of like, ugh, what has my life come to? But puts on a smile and uh, goes about his day. Because it's for the kids. As he's walking out there, getting ready to sit down, he walks past Noel, the head elf. She's, she seems a little bit over it, like she doesn't want to be there. She's got a thousand-yard stare, like she's thinking about something is it this new book she's read i don't know she just doesn't seem like she fits in with the rest of the crew and that's when pj uh startles her from her reverie and is like hey what's up noel come on the kids are almost gonna be here soon aren't you excited she says she's she's excited we get the we get the feeling that pj and Noel are friends. Mm-hmm. PJ is the, the photographer. He's got a camera around his neck. He's, he's, he seems like a nice guy, sort of uh, alternative styles. Yeah. He's, like a... he's, he's wearing it full red and green, but he's got uh, a couple buttons, like an anarchy yeah. button yeah. strapped to his camera strap or something. I like it. He's a really great photographer, but not someone who you'd want interacting with the kids or their families. <laughs> Also hanging out with uh, PJ on the other side of the window, if you will, is Slater. Now, he wouldn't be caught dead working here, but, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's friends with PJ and he's just kind of there to rouse him a little. And uh, b- beside him is Champagne. Her, her dad owns the mall. I like it. Uh, so she's working there 
as a condition for her, what, her trust fund? Something like that. You gotta see how I earned it, Missy. It's not gonna be as easy as it was. You know, that sort of stuff. Uh, now, while this is happening, they're also setting up a toy drive. And Manning, or should I say Womanning, the toy drive is Samartha and Holly, the mom. Uh, Holly's not her mom. She's one of the moms from the PTA. And Samartha is really only doing this for, you know, volunteer credit. But let's be honest. She's it's a, a good, nice person. It's a good cause. And she likes seeing all the toys. Plus, she doesn't have to dress up mm-hmm. in those stupid elf costumes. And she can see Jevin across the aisle at his cell phone case kiosk slash uh, oil diffuser kiosk. Uh, he's the cutest guy in high school, but he doesn't even know she exists. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like okay. it. Good. Noelle starts bringing in some more of the extraneous props. She walks up to Rolf as Santa and she hands him this old, worn looking sack and uh, a bunch of candy canes to give the children. Yeah, it's part of the new shipment. They, he just needs to stuff the, the sack so it looks full for the kids. Mm-hmm. So he opens it. Yeah, and he's like standing amongst all of the rest of the stuff that's like half set up so people can't really see him. And there's a beat, a moment where he opens it and he can tell that something sort of comes over him. He can't see his face at first and it slowly creeps up and then... Yeah, his, his face falls. He goes from looking jolly to looking just downright scary. And then... Oh, hey, uh, Mr. R, what's up? Uh, PJ again, doing his classic trance breaking. Uh, and uh, Rolf is like, oh, Jesus, PJ, I told you not to startle me. <laughs> the The kids are all lining up and mm-hmm. they need Rolf on, on stage with the sack. They they need mm-hmm. him to be ready to take the pictures and meet all the kids. So he is like, just give me a second. Just give me a second. I'll be there in a second. And hurriedly stuffs the bag and and tries to recenter himself. Rolf walks out to the crowd of, of children, their parents, and the loud cheering from everyone. Mm-hmm. But we know something's not right. He still puts on the show. He smile. He looks a little queasy as mm-hmm. he's doing it. Sweating a little bit. And he takes his seat. And it seems like he's taking a seat on a, a throne very menacingly. He just has like a dead stare as he looks, looks ahead. And he looks like this is the perfect spot for him. Like he's, he's his twiddling his fingers and he sits in that throne like it was made for him noelle's standing at the front of the line she sort of notices that something is up but she's got other things on her mind and And slater looks up from his phone and he says man that guy gives me the creeps (laughs) could you imagine having all those kids sit on your lap all day gross (laughs) it's got to be hard though i mean he does it every year pretty committed Noelle's like, well, here we go. And she lifts the the velvet rope to let the first kid. And then we cut back to Samartha and Holly at the toy drive. 
And surprising for this day and age, they've got quite the lineup themselves. Mm-hmm. They can't, it's like they can't give these toys away. Ha 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 ha. But reverse, because they're <laughs> getting a whole bunch from all of these people. Apparently people are feeling extra generous this year. So by the end of the day, uh, Holly and Samartha are trying to get everything bailed up so they can take it back to the van and get it to the donation station. And that way there's room for more toys tomorrow. Wrap all of the presents for the kids. Oh, it's going to take a while. They're going to be here all night doing it. (laughs) Not doing it, but like wrapping the gifts. Cut to that night. You get an establishing of the mall. It's dark out. The last of the cars are leaving. And uh, the security guards just locking up for the night, leaving themselves. Mm-hmm. And inside, back with our Santa Mall village, we're having, they're having the end of the day meeting. And uh, Rolf is not looking good. He's sweating even more profusely and his skin looks really bad. Uh, but he's like, I guess we had a good first day. Took out, took more out of me than I thought. Those damn kids. <laughs> He takes out his flask again and has another drink mm-hmm. and uh, sort of goes off by himself. But no one really says anything because he's looking worse for wear and he seems to be like he's uh, going to the bathroom. Yeah, he's not even hiding that he's drinking anymore. <laughs> Noel, Champagne, and PJ are all standing together, still in their elf costumes, mm-hmm. with the exception of PJ. And... They decide, they're talking about the staff party that's going on tonight. Mm-hmm. It's their Christmas party, five days till Christmas, and they're going to have to stay there overnight. And it's not going to be that big of a deal because Champagne has the keys. Her father trusts her to deal with the, the mall. And he's in Riyadh anyway, so he doesn't even understand what's going on. <laughs> on in like an international trip or something. Uh, the f- folks at the Santa station noticed that Jevin is closing up his cell phone stand and they're like, yo, Jevin, staff party tonight. You going to come? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slater and Champagne seem to be really cozy, cozying up like they're hugging. He's got her, his hand around her. So we know that they're a couple mm-hmm. and it's obvious that she's invited him. And since she has the keys, it's not going to be that big of an issue to have these extra people, especially not Jevin, who Mm -hmm. everyone knows is the cutest boy in school. So uh, she whispers in his ear also, my key can open. I have the key to every store in the mall, not just the master key to the like public areas. So we can explore later tonight if you want. I'd rather be exploring you, babe. Uh, maybe we can do both. <laughs> so the we cut to Rolf, who mm-hmm. is in the bathroom. Much like when he was getting ready earlier, it's like a mirroring scene. He's looking in the mirror as we can tell that something is really taking hold of him at this mm-hmm. point. And it's like creeping. He seems like he's in pain. And then he opens his eyes and they're not. it's not him anymore. We can tell. Yeah, he's got that look again. He walks out of the bathroom and into the hallway, and he grabs the fire axe. Mm -hmm. 
convenient, very convenient. Well, you have to have fire suppression equipment in all major public areas, so. He grabs it, is what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. The worst Christmas music isn't playing through the loudspeakers in the mall. <laughs> Noelle is, she's leaning against the the counter of the, the toy drive, talking to Samartha, sort of commiserating. Maybe you should swing by. We're, we're just going to be at our staff party later. Champagne has the, the keys to all the stores, so who knows what trouble they're going to get up to. I don't know. I mean, Champagne doesn't really know who I am, I feel like. And I don't know. I have just so much to wrap here. Okay, well, you know, if you finish early, feel free to stop by. We've got plenty of food, plenty of booze, and I, I think Jevin's going to be there. Mm, sounds like trouble, but if I finish this, I'll stop by, okay? Yeah, and uh, Holly can come too. I mean, I don't know. She can always hang out with Rawl, I guess. <laughs> They're sort of close to uh, me in I, age. I think she has to go pick up her kids. Anyways, uh, we cut from this scene too. Champagne leading, uh, what's his name? Slayer, down one of the uh, hallways to get to a Victoria's Secret. Yes. The two of them slide the gate up, slide it back down, and they uh, they don't lock it, though. She does not lock it. No. And they sort of make their way into the store. He's fingering the frilly the frilly garments yeah she's like oh see anything you like yeah smirking over her shoulder he turns around and sees that she's already stripped down and she's dressed just like the mannequin holy shit i picked this little number up earlier today and he's like oh i guess christmas came early this year she immediately like jumps on him they're starting to make out Lying on the disgusting cold floor for some reason. Because mm-hmm. they're just so into each other. They're just that horny. And behind them, they don't notice, but we see the gates slowly start to creep up. Mm-hmm. And we hear the faint jingle of the bells from Rolf's costume. Or I guess Krampus's costume yeah. now. Dun, dun, dun. He... Uh, creeps up on them and we get his point of view as he raises his axe mm-hmm. and time to do our first roll. Oh, I'm so excited. So in this event, entirely possible one person can survive, but also that one cannot survive. So we've got Champagne and Slater here. So we're going to roll in terms of uh, in terms of survivability. And then um, from there, we'll, we'll do a decision-making because whoever gets the lowest survivability score is going to be the first blood. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, if they both get below a 10, then they're both going to die. It's going to go right through them. So Uh-oh. we're going to roll for uh, Champagne first. So she has a survivability three plus four. It's so a seven. A seven. And Slater has survivability five plus three. So Rolf raises his axe, slams it down, goes right through Champagne's back Mm -hmm. and into Slater's chest. 
and he's still alive and screaming as the, the axe goes back up for a second take. And then we cut to the party where people are... Starting to mingle. Yeah. They've all got their alcoholic eggnog. It's bubbling. Mm-hmm. And the scream sort of melds into the music that they're listening to. And PJ, Jevin, and Noel are all talking with each other. Noel's like, hey, did anyone notice where Slater and Champagne went? And where the hell is Rolf? Ugh, maybe they're off uh, exploring the mall, if you know what I mean. Says Jevin, <laughs> just like I would. <laughs> and uh, Noel's like, oh, yeah, well, I guess Rolf did look pretty bad. So I hope he's OK. I, I think I saw him go to the bathroom. Yeah, he didn't look too good today. But anyways, uh, let's party so that we don't look too good tomorrow. Well, this... I, Noelle's like, I don't know. I, I just get this feeling like maybe something's not quite right. Yep. Cut to our toy yes. ladies. Uh, they are just finishing up. Uh, and Holly's like, oh, uh, Samartha, do you want me to give you a ride home? And Samartha's like... Thanks, Mrs. H, but actually, I'm going to check out uh, the staff room for a second. Uh, one of my friends from school is there, and I just want to catch up or something like that. And Holly's like, okay, well. We're going to roll a decision-making one for Holly right now. To I see like if it. she decides to stay Ooh. or if she's going to uh, try and head out to her car. So Holly has a decision-making of three. Mm-hmm. And in order for her to get out to or to, if she gets lower than 10, she's going to go to her car. Mm-hmm. And if she gets higher than 10, she's going to decide to stay with Samartha yes. and go to the party. So three plus four, terrible rolls. So seven. So she's going to try and go to her car. Okay. So she's like, now you just have a good night. Listen, I know that there's going to be a little party. Even I have my ear to the ground and that's small. Uh, just stay safe and have fun and know that you can always call me if you get into a jam. And then she, and then, uh, Samartha's like, thanks, Mrs. H. And they gave each other like a friendly look. And, uh, Holly goes to walk out one of the service doors. She walks away. She goes uh, down the hallway to go make her exit, Mm -hmm. but she finds that the door is locked, which these are emergency exits. They shouldn't be locked. Which is weird. So she makes her way to the customer service desk where there should be a security guard, but it's seemingly empty. And we see uh, behind that there's like a big pool of blood or something and that maybe uh, the security guard's been taken care of. (laughs) But Holly doesn't notice it. And then she goes to try another door, but that one's locked too. They're all locked. And she takes out her cell phone and goes to call when from inside the stairwell, we see Rolf creeping down the stairs like the Grinch. And uh, just as she finally gets a signal in the stairwell, she hears the noise of the axe dragging along the floor behind her. Mm-hmm. And she turns around to see him walking towards her. 
and she she's like oh ralph uh good job today with the kids uh are you okay you're not looking so good and he doesn't say anything she notices the blood on the axe Mm -hmm. dragging behind it and And she notices that he doesn't really look like rolf anymore no and uh some of the parts of his suit are red not because of their normal coloring but because of the blood ah Mm -hmm. shall we roll a survivability survivability uh yeah so again if it's a less than 10 she's going to uh have an un- he's gonna uh, encroach upon her mm-hmm. uh if it's more than 10 she's going to uh to book it mm-hmm. so she's got a survivability of three things aren't looking great for holly so we've got three plus eight so she has higher than 10 she has an 11 so holly is able to she spots the like service staircase mm-hmm and she makes a break for it. She runs into the staircase and closes the door behind her. And Ralph is swinging the axe the whole time. Uh, and she's in the parking garage, maybe. Uh, and she's running to her car. No cell reception in here. Well, if all the doors are locked, how does she get to the parking garage? Because it leads onto the parking garage. It's like the mall opens onto the parking garage. Okay. Uh, finally got out and uh, she's running to her car it's the only car left because everyone else is gone basically and when she gets there the hood's popped open and it's all fucked up oh no her so her car's been totally ruined yes it's the only like one of five cars in the whole lot and she sees that They've all been trashed. Yeah. The windows are broken. The front ends seem to be smashed. Things are not looking good. And just as she's taking this all in, the door bursts open with the axe strike. So we're going to do a decision making for Mm -hmm. her right now. And so she has two choices here. She can try and fight and escape him, or she can freeze yeah so she has a decision making of three so again if uh so if she gets higher than 10 she's going to uh make a break for it and be able to get by and if she has lower than 10 she's going to stay and try and fight and then we're Mm -hmm. gonna have to do a strength i'm excited okay so we've got three plus Three, so a six. So she is going to stay and fight. She has a realization. She remembers that she's got a, a gun locked in her glove compartment. Yeah. So she runs into her front seat. She's desperately trying to get the, the glove compartment open. Yeah, she's got drops slippery the keys, fingers. Picks them back up again. She goes to open the glove compartment. The gun falls out. And she pulls it on Ralph. She aims at it. He's about five feet away from Mm -hmm. her. It's very close. She clicks the hammer back and she pulls the trigger. So she has a strength of five, which Mm -hmm. is pretty good. So she gets higher than 10. The bullet's going to hit him and knock him down. She can get out that way. 
Uh, if it's lower than a 10, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like bullets affect him very much. Yeah, I like it. She got a 20. Holy shit. So, so she pulls the trigger, mm-hmm. unloads the clip right into his chest. Uh, he drops the axe and she drops the gun. Yes. And it... she makes a break for it back to the door where she came from. And she gets inside and she breaks the door handle off so, yeah. so he can't get back in. She's got through that door kids. anyway. She's got to warn those kids. She runs back into the mall and tries to make her way to warn some Martha mm-hmm. and the rest of the, the people that are still in the mall. She runs screaming into the center of the mall. It's mm-hmm. essentially like this big open space in the middle. We've got our elf-clad Noel standing there with the rest of the, the party crew mm-hmm. that haven't mysteriously vanished. And she starts screaming for help. And everyone sort of looks at her like, what is going on? And Samartha runs up to her. Mrs. H, Mrs. H, what's going on? What's going on? She she tells them, yeah. Rolf just tried to kill me. And he wrecked all the cars. And I shot him. I shot Ralph. And they're all like, what? We need to call the police. PJ's like, he can't believe what he's hearing at this point. He, None of them can really believe that Rolf would do that. And I was yeah. like, Rolf is the sweetest guy. He's the nicest guy I've ever met. There's no way that he would be doing something like this. And PJ's like, are you kidding? That's always the person who does something like this. (laughs) That's The person you least expect. I've got to find Slater and Champagne. We have all got to get out of here. We need to be together. Yeah, it doesn't matter if the police are here or not if we can't get out of the mall. So Noelle's like, well, we shouldn't split up. Let's stay together. Uh, and so uh, Samartha's like, uh, yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Uh, where do you think they went? But PJ is still, he doesn't think that they should stay together. He mm-hmm. thinks that it's going to be best if he takes someone and they go try and find Slater and Champagne. Mm-hmm. But they try and convince him, especially Samartha's mm-hmm. like, don't. Don't be stupid. That's Don't a do dumb that. Idea. And Holly's having a rough time now because yeah. she thinks she's just killed someone. She knows she's just killed someone to her, yeah. So PJ is going to roll a decision making in terms of if he's going to uh, break off and go try and find Slater and Champagne mm-hmm. by himself or if he's going to bring someone. So PJ has a decision making of three. So again, higher than 10. He's going to take someone with him. Lower than 10, he's going to insist he goes by himself. So three plus five, so an eight. Really low rolls today. Mm-hmm. So he, PJ is furious. He's like, I, I, it's going to be faster if I go by myself. I, I just need to, I need to go try and find Slayer. Mm-hmm. He's my best friend. There's no way I can leave without him. We need everyone in one place. And he runs out. He runs out. Probably. But Noelle, being the good person that she is, Mm -hmm. she's like, no, 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 no. I run track. I will come with you. 
it, you're going to be better if there's at least two of us. Yeah. And we can we can find them together. Don't worry about it. Plus, Holly's not in any shape to follow us around the mall. And we don't... Re- neither of us really knows Holly, so she's going to feel better if she's with some Martha. Yeah. Because they work together. And Jevin's like, I'll stay with them. Which is like plus one for Samartha. Although the context, not looking good. <laughs> so outside in the parking garage, we get a quick shot and we see that where the body of Rolf Krampus mm-hmm. once lay is no longer there. <gasps> the door has been broken open with the axe. Like viciously. Viciously. Mm-hmm. And... We don't know where he is. We get the sense that Rolf hasn't just snapped. He's supernaturally possessed. (laughs) So Noel and PJ Mm -hmm. go off. They go up the escalators. PJ's like, where do you think that they would be? What, two horny teenagers? Says Noel. Uh, Where do you think? And they... Noel's like, I can think of a few places where they might be. Mm -hmm. So we're going to roll a luck for Noelle, our first final girl luck roll. Uh, She has a luck of seven. And if she gets a score of 15 or above, we are going to say that they find, she goes right to Victoria's Mm -hmm. Secret and they find the dead bodies. But if not, they're off to the, like, Macy's. Yeah, sounds good to me. The bed's there. So she got a seven. So she got a 14. So just just missed out. They make their way down the hall to the Macy's, which yeah. is the biggest store in the mall. And they try and get in, but... Locked. The gate is down. It's locked. She starts calling in for Champagne mm-hmm. and Slater, but there there doesn't seem to be an answer. Where else should we look? Says Pajamas. Noel's like they could be literally anywhere. I have. I, I feel like we're better off just going back with everyone else. And I'm gonna roll a decision making. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a decision making eight. So if she gets above a fifteen, they're gonna go back and join the rest of the crew. If it's uh, lower, they're going to go check out another store. So we got a one. <laughs> so she's like, I I guess we could check a few more places. Mm-hmm. And we see them checking shutters. They start, yeah, they start looking through the shutters as they walk down the hall. She's calling for champagne, Slater, champagne, mm-hmm. Slater. Cut to downstairs. Holly and Jevin and Samartha are sitting sort of by Santa's village now. And they're trying to calm Holly down, but she's crying and inconsolable. Jevin's like, well, you're really good at this, Martha. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. And uh, Jevin's like, uh, it's not nothing. It's not easy to you know, help someone who's just murdered someone like that. And then with those words, like uh, Holly lets out a moan and sort of <laughs> dips back down into uh, being upset again. But Jevin his eyes widen Mm -hmm. as he looks behind her and standing at the top of the escalator is Rolf, axe in hand. Uh, Oh, look, uh, Holly, look, there's Rolf. He's fine. Uh, And then 
Holly's like, what? And she looks up and she's like, that's not raw. I shot him. I shot him. I know I shot him. Whoever that is, that's not Rolf. Yeah, and he's got, like, tattered Santa clothes on now. They're all shot up. Uh, And then he's slowly coming down the escalator, and the axe hits every step down along the way. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we gotta run! Mixes with the jingling of the bells on his belt. Mm -hmm. The three of them are like, "We, we need to run. But Holly's still distressed. Oh, yeah. So she is like, I can't, I can't. can't. What's happening? Yeah. So Jevin's like, Holly, you have to think of your kids. You have to think of your kids. You need to get out of here. And Samantha's like, come on, let's go. And they start running, I guess. So shall we do a roll for Rolf, like, getting them? The three of them start running, but Jevin has this realization that he he needs to help them get get further. Yeah, Holly's got kids, like he said. Uh, so he looks around and he sees one of those uh, partition holders that hold those velvet ropes at Santa okay, places. Yep. And he picks it up and he's like, come on, old man, let's do this. And he's trying to psych himself up as much as... Holly's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, think of your kids. Run! So Holly and Samartha keep keep going. They mm-hmm. run. But Jevin stands there with the partition thing in hand as Rolf Krampus uh, approaches him. Mm-hmm. And their footsteps steadily receding. And he suddenly feels very alone. So we're going to roll a strength for Jevin here mm-hmm. to see how he does with this this thing against he, Rolf Santa. He's got a four. And so he's going to need to roll a 10 or higher to uh, get the better of him, mm-hmm. at least long enough to get away. And if it's lower than that, it might be a fight to the death. We'll have to check his survivability. I like it. So four plus four is eight. Ooh. So Jevin takes a swing and Rolf immediately deflects it with his axe. He yeah. knocks knocks it to the ground. Preternaturally good at this. Jevin's like, whoa. What? Well, Rolf, Rolf, it's me. What's going on? Please, don't you know me? Come on, Rolf, it's me. But uh, there's nothing. There's nothing of Rolf left. And then he takes the axe. Jevin starts backing away when he's, his foot lands on a piece of the fake snow from the Santa display and he falls down. He he's sort of backing up. He can't manage to get his footing and Rolf is getting closer and closer. He raises the ax and he swings it down and we're rolling a survivability on Jevin. So he has a five survivability, so he's pretty good. So if he gets a 10 or higher, he's going to live. And unfortunately, if he gets a 10 or lower, that's that's the end of our cute guy. Cool cell, cell phone case. So he got a seven. So Rolf brings it down, and Jevin is able to roll away just in time. 
the axe hits the the tile floor with mm-hmm. a big ching and a big huge chunk of it flies out and jevin is finally able to regain his footing he hops the rest of the partition of the santa display and he's amongst it he starts throwing everything he can to try and stop yeah ralph from getting to him toys fake gifts real gifts uh more fake snow just he's desperate and he's sort of backed into a corner as ralph sort of gets up none of it bothers him he's just hitting it away with his axe as he gets closer and closer he walks through the partitions just like around like gathering around his waist as they fall down and walks over it like it's nothing and then from behind ralph he gets hit in the back of the head with a fire extinguisher nice noel and pj have arrived and found the situation yeah so we're gonna roll for noel a strength i like it to see if she can successfully knock him down long enough for the three of them to uh, kind of get the better of him mm-hmm. here. So she has a five. She's going to need a 10 or higher to be successful in this attack. Five plus three. So she hits him in the back of the head, but it doesn't, it do, doesn't anything. do anything. He just turns around and stares at and them. stares at her. She's like, oh shit. And PJ stands there for a minute and we're going to roll a decision making for him. Yeah, I so, like that. If he gets higher than a 10, um, he's going to swing his... He's going to jump in, start taking the flash right to the eyes. Yeah, of, mega strobe at of point Rolf, which will distract him. And if it's uh, lower than that, he's going to just try and jump between Noel and Rolf. I like it. So we've got three plus nine. Nice. So PJ... Grabs his camera, he starts clicking the flash, and it's it's like a strobe, basically. It's enough to temporarily confuse Krampus. It's blinding, and not something he would ever have seen before. Uh, Krampus is distracted, and the three of them, Noel, PJ, and Jevin, get into formation. They're able to, to group up, and they start running down the hall, but in... Mm-hmm an opposite direction of where Samartha and Holly have gone. Nice. Jevin is like, I, I have the keys for my... Yeah, my kiosk. Kiosk. Maybe we could do something with some of that stuff. The three of them head in that direction. Mm-hmm. Rolf just readies up with his axe, and he yeah. has to make a choice between which way he is he's going to go okay and uh he's trying to decide when he hears splintering glass down the opposite end of the hallway where where holly and samartha are and he goes uh he starts stalking in that direction pj and noel and jevin are safe for now so holly and samartha are diligently trying to use a big metal trash bin to knock a hole in the glass walls between the inside and the outside but this is like super safety glass it's shattered to hell but it's not falling down and they're really going at it oh my gosh i just can't do this anymore i can't do this anymore this is too much i'm a working mom 
uh, says Holly. And so Martha's like, come on, Mrs. H, we just got to do a little bit more and then we'll be out. And once we're out of here, we'll be safer and then we can start working on the exterior windows. Because it's like one of those vestibule things. They hear the dragging and the jingling of the bells again. And, but this time, there's there's only two ways out. Yeah. They can take the trash can and smash their way through the window of mm-hmm. the one store. Or they can try their best to run past him. This is going to be up to Samartha. Yes. Who has a 10 in decision making. Oh, nice. So... If she rolls a 15 or higher, mm-hmm. they are going to uh, smash into the store. Yes. And if it's lower than that, they're going to have to try and try and get their way past. Okay. And the store is a crate and barrel. <laughs> We're rolling 10 plus 2. Shoot. So they try to run past. They have, they have no choice, but she tries to break the glass. Mm-hmm. It doesn't shatter either. Like, it knocks out a softball-sized hole, but you can't fit through that. Holly's like, shit, because she knows the two of them have no choice but to try and, and run past him. They look at each other, they know, and then they uh, square up to run, and they both run. And one of them is not... Well, yeah, Potentially okay. not so we'll to... roll. One of them's going to get attacked. Uh, Samarth obviously has a survivability of of 10 Mm -hmm. so she's gonna be good holly has a survivability of three and a nice nicety of two yes so So in this we'll see what she gets Mm -hmm. um if she gets a 10 she's also gonna make it but yeah so we'll we'll give it a try so three plus 16 so 19 not only is she going to live she's gonna queue up yeah, I like They that. run. They book it. Rolf is not fast enough. No. They are so much faster than he is. He lunges towards them, but they just narrowly get by as the axe hits the wall. Narrowly. Uh, and it's like, Arr! He's like getting even worse and more deranged. <laughs> they run down the hall mm-hmm. And they see that the lights are still on in the Victoria's Secret store. So they make a break for it and they run toward the Victoria's Secret store. They open the gate. They mm-hmm. see that it's still unlocked and, unlocked and halfway ajar. So they slide under, they slide the gate closed. gate closed and they turn around and on the floor they see the mutilated bodies of Champagne and Slater. There's blood everywhere on all of these fashion forms and piles of underwear and everything. They go to scream, but Samartha covers Holly's mouth yes, really quick. as well as her own. <laughs> so they have two choices. They can investigate the bodies in mm-hmm. hopes of finding Champagne's keys, or they uh, try and try and hide out yeah because what are the odds he'd come back here exactly even though they can't lock the door again yeah so because uh, they don't know how exactly so samartha has got a decision making of 10 so she gets a 15 or above they're gonna grab the keys if it's lower than that they're just gonna 
try and hide there, but it's pretty much just giving up. Uh, so a six, so barely. Uh, they, uh, Samartha takes a deep breath, which is probably a mistake, and dives into the mutilated corpses, trying to find the places where their pockets were to see if they can find, or to see if she can find the keys. And while this is happening, Holly's looking on, and she's, like, having a full panic attack at this point. <laughs> uh, and Samartha finds the keys. She thinks this is awesome. Yeah. They're, now they can get into any store that they need to. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can even get out. Um, Samartha, being a good person, she's yeah. like, we need to meet up with the others. We need to find them so we can all leave get together. out of here. Yeah, make sure we're all okay. And Holly's like, go back out there? He's tried to kill me twice, and he doesn't die when you shoot him. No, I have kids to think about. I'm going to stay here and try to wait it out. So we're going to roll a decision-making between Samartha and Holly. So whoever gets above a 15 is going to get their decision. So if Holly gets above a 15, they're going to stay in the store. Mm -hmm. And if Samartha gets above a 15 then they're going to try and go find the others. So uh, Holly has a decision-making of three and a 20. So she has a 23 and Samartha 10 plus 18. So a 38. Oh, geez Louise. So because... Holly has uh, a nice. She gets two extra points, but that's still not enough. Mm-hmm. So because Samartha has a higher decision-making score in that case, they are going to go try and help the other three mm-hmm. who are at the cell phone kiosk or like at it. the cell phone case kiosk. Jevin is is like, my boss keeps, uh, he keeps a baseball bat mm-hmm. underneath the the counter just just in case he's paranoid he thinks we're gonna get robbed really so he grabs that and the three of them are there when they noelle's like hurry 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 we 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 need to get out of here and just as she says that krampus pops up from the other side of the counter Mm -hmm. and swings his axe across towards the three of them Dun, dun, dun. So we're gonna roll a survivor survivability between these these three here. So one could die, two could die, maybe even all three. Oh no! So Noel has a survivability of ten, PJ three, and Jevin five. So who for Jevin and PJ they need to get above a ten. Uh, Noel just needs to get a fifteen. Sounds good. All right. So he's swinging the axe. At PJ first, he gets a 19. So PJ ducks. He he gets out of the way. Jevin is a 5 plus 13, 18. So he ducks down. He gets out of the way. I can't kill these guys today. Noel, a 10 plus a 14. So all three of them manage to dodge the first swing of this axe. They duck in unison. <laughs> and... They they jump over the other side of the counter, the counter, yeah. and they make a run for it. Baseball bat in hand, mm-hmm. Jevin has the baseball bat, and they're running 
down the hall when suddenly one of them hits the ground. Dead? Dead. Oh my god. Rolf has thrown the axe and it's lodged into the back of... PJ gets an 11. Jevin gets a 23. So PJ also has three naughty points Mm -hmm. that are going to go against him. So that's less than a 10. So the axe hits PJ square in the middle of his spine. He falls down. He isn't dead yet. He, he can still Noel tries arms. to get him up. Yeah. But, but he he's can't. like, he can't move. I can't he's feel my he's legs. paralyzed. And then he starts going to shock immediately. So Rolf is getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Noel grabs Jevin, and the two of them run away as he, he comes and he grabs the axe out of PJ's back. And, and that's what does it. Yeah. The PJ removal. finally. You see the life go out of his eyes. And a spectacular shower of blood. Yeah. So Noel, Jevin run, mm-hmm. and they're running down the hall. They've passed the sporting goods store, mm-hmm. and they hear from inside Samartha yell, We're in here. We've got the keys. Samartha and Holly have found their way to the sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. They've opened it up. And they are kidding up. Uh, what are they wearing? Like, uh, Samartha's got, like, the football shoulders on. And Holly is desperately trying to string a crossbow. But it's really strong, so she's having a hard time. It's her first time <laughs> handling one. Noelle and Jevin quickly duck into the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one doesn't have a, a gate. It's a, a glass like front ah, I like it. but it's bulletproof glass because mm-hmm. there are guns in the store but they don't have the keys to get into yeah. it to get any bullets and they they know that guns don't really work yeah they can get into the store but the guns are just pretty paperweights basically which sucks uh and oh thank god you survived uh we need to get out of here yeah we got the keys uh what about champagne and uh slater don't ask. Yeah, Noel and Jevin are like, where did you guys find Champagne and Slater? Mm-hmm. Samartha and Holly are like, they they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Samartha's like, where's uh where's where's PJ? He didn't make it either. Jevin holds up his baseball bat, but I I've got this. Mm-hmm. And Noel's like, Yeah, and I'm about to get something too. So she grabs a hockey stick. Yeah. So we've got all four of them fully kitted up now. We got Jevin has a baseball bat. Noelle has a hunting knife. A hunting knife. She has two hunting knives that she's dual wielding. Oh, nice. Okay. So she's got a hockey stick, and she she takes a hunting knife mm-hmm. and sticks it in the in the back of her her pants. Yeah, her I like pants. it. I like it. Uh, Samartha's got. Samartha's so got a 15-pound kettlebell, something that's heavy enough to do some damage, but easy enough to carry. I'm going to roll a strength on that one. Okay. So she has a strength of 5. If mm. she gets a strength higher than 15, she can wield this 15-pound kettlebell. Okay. If not, she's going to need to choose something else. Okay? Fair enough. So 5 plus 
16. She's good with the kettlebell. Mm-hmm. She's good. tough. All those workouts she's been doing, they've yeah. worked out. It's a slow weapon, but devastating. <laughs> and she knows that a bullet can't stop them, so what's the point? Now that they're all together, they know that they need to get to the door. Mm-hmm. They need to try and get out of here as fast as they can. But they also know that they they can't just like leave Rolf. Yeah. So because he could kill other people. Exactly. So they need to decide if they're going to try and get out through the parking garage mm-hmm. that we already know Holly's been to. There are no cars. And the uh, front door. So we're going to roll. Like Holly obviously wants to go at the front door. Mm-hmm. Jevin's saying, no, we should we should go through the parking the, garage. The parking garage because he'd never expect it. So he has a decision-making of four. She's got three. Uh, whoever gets higher than 10. So he got a 17, and she got a nine. So they're going to go back through the parking garage. Uh, Holly's reluctant, but she agrees because she doesn't want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Rolf. We see that he's got gas he's got a whole can of gasoline mm-hmm. and he's pouring it through the halls deliberately deliberately splashing it nicely he not knows where it. they are yeah and he's gonna this is him setting his trap i like it i like it so he flicks a match this whole trail throughout the whole mall catches on fire back at the sporting goods store they notice this coming from down the hall they see the fire starting yeah because it's very dark in the mall at this point so they they quickly run out the door and out into the halls and it's like hell itself has been unleashed on a certain section of this mall there's putrid black smoke coming up uh the christmas displays are already starting to catch on fire and the fake plants and everything and it's soon enough gonna get to the stores and really get things going they need to get back downstairs so the four of them, side by side, mm-hmm. start making their way toward the parking garage. You're through this growing smoke and flames around them, they get out back to like the atrium where the, the mall Santa was mm-hmm. after coming down the escalator. And standing amongst the smoke and flames, they can see Rolf standing on the other side. He looks, it's like a boss in a final level of a video game. Behind them, they can see where they need to go to get out through the parking garage. And the entire hallway is engulfed in flames. Jevin says, I guess it's either him or us. (laughs) Something equally heroic and bullshitty. (laughs) And Samartha is like coughing and she's like, why do I have a feeling it's going to be us? (laughs) But they're resigned to their fate. Even Holly, who this you can is tell. definitely going to be the final confrontation. Yes. So the four of them stand stand there. Rolf starts walking closer and closer to them. They they queue up. They need to figure out how to defeat this this guy, and. So he he starts getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Jevin is the first. 
he tries to be as chivalrous as he can. Mm-hmm. He steps forward like he's going to make make the first move. But then Samartha join, joins him. Mm-hmm. And she has her kettle welded. She's like hefting by her head. <laughs> and they're both going and sort of, they've got that stance. They're getting ready. Noelle, it, she's trying to, desperately trying to think of, of a plan. Mm-hmm. And she's searching around through the remains of the total Santa display. And we're going to roll a decision making here for her. I like it. If she gets higher than a 15, she's going to remember the fire extinguisher that she hit him in the back of the head with earlier. And if she rolls less than a 15, she won't. Uh, it's already been destroyed. Mm. Like it's going to. It added it's to just the ambiance. Yeah. yeah. So eight plus seven, which is exactly 15. Yeah, great. <laughs> so perfect. So Noelle she's looking through the ruins and then on the ground she can see the fire extinguisher that she had dropped earlier yeah she nudges holly to be like the the fire extinguisher so holly quickly mm-hmm. grabs it and but they still need to make their way past uh they come up behind jevin and samartha and uh jevin like goes into like and hit him as samartha goes in with her thing and uh, Ralph, they're going to get him from one of both sides because they know he can't hit both of them at the same time. Yeah. So if Samartha rolls higher than a 15, she's going to make contact. Mm-hmm. So she's got 10 plus 16. Nice. So she's good. And uh, Jevin is going, he needs to do higher than a 10. He's got a 4. 16. So they both start wailing on him yeah it's it's enough to slow him down but it it doesn't knock him down yeah blood's coming out of him and you can tell it's like fracturing stuff but he's too strong yeah so martha makes contact with his arm he drops the axe on the floor Mm -hmm. and holly runs up and she sprays the fire extinguisher right in his face to distract him it's this powdery disgusting bullshit that gets all in his mouth and his nose and his eyes and through the white mist he stands up with his axe in his hand again Mm -hmm. and she looks at him like holy shit it 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 didn't do anything didn't do anything he his face looks statuesque now and the fire behind him has been a little bit dissipated from grabs her by the neck and lifts her up into the air so we're gonna roll a survivability she got a 23. Can I just say... She's been really lucky. I really like Holly as a character now. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got her up in the air. Things are not looking great for her. Mm-hmm. When uh, Noel hits him in the back of the legs with the hockey stick. Yeah. He drops to his knees. She takes the knife out of her... Yeah, her shoe or whatever. Her shoe. And she goes to stab him. Mm-hmm. So this is going to take a strength of 15 or higher for Noel to stab him with it. And if it's lower than that, he's going he's gonna to just knock the knife away. So we've got 5 plus 5, 10. Mm. So she goes to stab him. 
He grabs her arm and breaks it. Ooh, and the crack like it is massive. She doesn't scream, but she you, you she takes like a <gasps> Yeah, he swings the axe at her and he he hits her, but with the the blunt end, mm-hmm. sending her flying into the debris of the the Christmas display. I like it. I like it. So she's out of commission for the time being. It's down to Jevin, Holly, and Samartha. They need to come up with a plan. The mall is legitimately on fire at this point. It's gotten to the stores, and it's going to be any time before fire suppression kicks in or something like that. Rolf has, at this point, picked the knife up. Mm -hmm. So he's got a knife in one hand, an axe in the other, and we've got three people surrounding him. Jevin takes his baseball bat Mm -hmm. and he goes in for another swing. So we're going to do a strength here. And depending on that, survivability. Yeah, man. So he got a five in strength. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, the baseball baseball bat breaks upon contact with uh, Ralph because it's it cracked the first time. Mm -hmm. This is just the end of it. So Ralph takes the knife and he brings it back and shoots it forward. Jevin has to score a 10 or above on Mm -hmm. this to survive. He's got a 15. Uh, (laughs) So he, Ralph stabs him, but it hits, it shoulders him. Yeah. And he's bleeding. He's never felt anything like this before. His arm goes limp. Mm Mm-hmm. He, he can't really use it. Noelle is still alive. She's in the ruins of the Christmas. She's lying amongst it, and she sees the Christmas bag from earlier. And she notices that it's really giving her, like, a weird feeling. And there seems to be almost, like, a glow about it. And she remembers earlier in the day that it wasn't until she gave Rolf the bag that all of this started happening so she sort of starts putting two and two together like she thinks this I think this bag has something to do with this so she grabs the bag and tries to drag herself up Uh, I'm going to roll a strength check to see if she can stand up she's got a, a five she needs to get a 15 she only has an eight, so unfortunately she can't stand up. She's just too weak. Oh, so no. she has to drag herself across the floor. It's very dramatic. <laughs> Everyone's getting hurt at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoke is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, Everyone's coughing. coughing and, and they're heaving. And there just doesn't seem to be an end to... Rolf. He seems Mm -hmm. insurmountable. Holly runs over to Jevin Mm -hmm. to give to give him a hand. And Samartha tries to distract Rolf because he's got his eyes locked on Jevin because of his mortal wound. So he takes his axe again. He loves this axe. And he swings it towards uh, Jevin and Holly. Only one of them can survive this. Oh no, I hope it's Holly. So whoever gets the, the highest score in survivability 
is uh, going to to do it. And because uh, Jevin is injured and has a naughty score of one, his survivability has gone down to a four. Shoot. And Holly is still at a three because she has no naughty. So Jevin, <laughs> Jevin gets a, a 16. Mm-hmm. And Holly gets a 22. Nice. So he swings the axe, and Jevin uses the last of his strength to push Holly away mm-hmm. just as the axe hits him square in the neck. Ouch. Decapitation? Half decapitation. Ooh, even worse. It's barely hanging on there. So Martha sees this. This is the boy she liked, and she never got to tell him. She no. is furious. And she, across the way, through the smoke and the haze, makes eye contact with Noelle, who's like... She's getting closer and closer... Dragging herself. To the fire. Mm -hmm. She... Noelle throws the bag. It doesn't quite make it Mm -hmm. into the fire. And Samartha is like, hey, asshole. Is this what you want? She's pissed. Yeah. You can't kill my crush. Can't fucking kill my friends. Kill my spirit. But you'll never kill me. Or some something else that's equally saccharine. And she she runs up. Him. Yeah. She's pissed. Samartha charges at him with the kettlebell. She swings it, and we're gonna roll for this mm-hmm. one. 25. She nails him right in the face. He doesn't go down, but it it hurt. It sent him into a shock. There's a big crunch, and his nose is different. She swings it again and hits him again from Mm -hmm. the other side. He's starting to really take a beating. Mm -hmm. And the third time is when he drops the axe. Yeah, she hits him a third time. Mm -hmm. He drops the axe, and in the distance... Noelle has finally made it to the fire. Mm -hmm. She throws the bag on the fire and it bursts into an unnatural flame. Yeah, it's weird colors, putrid smoke, even worse than what's already happening. And as she does this, Rolf himself catches on fire. Yeah. The Santa suit starts starts burning his flesh. And... It's suddenly Rolf returns. Like, Samartha can see that the humanity has returned to his eyes. As he's burning up. As he's starting to catch fire. Holly runs up. Mm -hmm. She's got the knife in one hand and the fire extinguisher in the other. And? And decision. She has a three. Eight. So Holly takes the knife and she stabs him right in the back of the head. He's shocked for a minute. And Samartha screams because she knows that he's she's actually killed an innocent mm-hmm. man this time. And the light just goes out of his eyes. The light goes out of his eyes. And Holly's standing there panting. Like, it's over. But they still have to get out of the mall. So 
the three of them. Mm-hmm. So Martha, Holly go and they help Noella. Noel. Yeah. They help her up and Holly s- starts blazing them a trail mm-hmm. with her, the rest of with the, the rest of the fire extinguisher. Thankfully, as they go to try and get into the parking garage, the, it's just so burnt at this point yeah. that the fire is mostly out and it's just like a crumbling wall that they can get out of. And there's a distant sound of fire. Yeah, the fire sirens are going off in the mall, and we can hear the trucks coming as the three of them walk out. Yeah, limp out into the sunrise or whatever. Holly looks at the two of them, and she says, Next year, I think I'll just stick with Hanukkah. (laughs) And the three of them walk into the parking garage. Defeated but victorious. Shit. The, the end? end? And that's the end. I don't know how much of that will actually end up being in there because <laughs> it was an hour long, but uh, I think it went okay. For for the first time, definitely. I already have ideas about how we could mm. refine it, make it go a little bit more typically horror movie. Oh, for sure. But... Altogether, I, you know, can I be honest with you? I did not want to kill Holly, even though she's the barely most sketchy. She survived character. so many times that I was just like, okay, she's has to live. I'm a sucker for a mom with survival instincts. And on that note, we want to sincerely wish you guys a Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. a Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, even if it's just time with family. That is awesome, and uh, thank you for taking all of this time to listen to us for this. We really appreciate it, honestly. And, yeah, so from the bottom of our hearts, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Well, we'll we'll still have a New Year Mm -hmm. episode, which we are very excited for. Yes, and Happy Holidays. And Happy Holidays. So thank you for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at DeafFirstBlood on Twitter. Definitely first blood on Instagram and email us definitely first blood at gmail.com. If you want to, if you're feeling especially charitable in these times of giving, a five star review will really help us gain the algorithm. So if you feel like leaving one, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.